You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues Gina and Miranda from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 544, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be sharing with you all the latest Disney rumors and news. As you know, we always try to bring you the most up-to-date information coming out of Disney. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our agents would be glad to help. Just email them today at info at yourstorytravel.com or visit their site at yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. So while we try to bring happy news to the podcast, sometimes we do have to bring sad news to you. And this is definitely something that we want to touch on. And that is that this past week, Chadwick Boseman passed away after a four-year battle with his colon cancer at the young age of 43. I just, that was so sad to me. When they announced that on TV the other day, I kind of flipped out because I thought, did they just say that he's 43? Because I couldn't remember who Chadwick Boseman was. So... This is a quote from Lin-Manuel Miranda, and I just thought it was nice, so I was going to go ahead and read it. And it just says that Chadwick was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer in 2016. He was a true fighter and persevered through it all and brought you many of the films that you've come to love so much, from Marshall to DA, Five Bloods, August Wilson's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Black Panther, and several more. And all of them were filmed during the time that he had countless surgeries and chemotherapy. It was in honor of his career to bring the King T'Challa to life in Black Panther. He died in his home with his wife and his family by his side, and the family thanks you for your love and your prayers and asks that you continue to respect their privacy during this very difficult time. Wow. That is amazing to me because I remember when my mom went through chemotherapy. Keep in mind, she's she was uh, about 20 years older than that when she got it the first time. It just takes everything out of you. I cannot imagine shooting and filming up the, all those movies right that's what i'm in in shock by that he was able to be that on during that time and you'd never know it from watching those movies that oh, he was no. even sick not at all but man 43 that's crazy i mean i realize so Miranda's not 43 yet and well are any of you 43 yet no, my husband's 44. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, when I was 43, <laughs> I have surpassed that. So it's just sad to me. And he has young children and everything. Way crazy. That's so sad. So now we're going to try to bring you good news for the rest of yeah. the time because I felt horrible when they had to report that. But that was like the biggest news story out from Disney for for yeah. the week. So obviously we have to bring it to you, but I agree with you, Vicki. It's a sad one to touch right. on. Right, right. Um, I have something a little lighter. It's not necessarily happy, happy, but it's just <laughs> the news. We've got, um, so the end of Epcot's Flower and Garden a Festival officially should have ended on Monday, even though part of the Food and Wine Festival started when the park reopened on July 15th, the rest of the festival booths should be opening soon. So this could be happening e- even for us. This is 
we're recording on Monday. It should be happening um, tomorrow, September 1st. Some of these booths include the Alps, Spain, and the Donut Box. There will be other booths, um, but they don't have names yet. They just kind of say coming this fall, so we are a little bit unclear on what those booths might be. We're going to report back to you as soon as we know the official opening dates and the other details that you will want to know. I just want to go to the Food and Wine Festival, but that's just me. I told you, go and get an EVC. Oh, I don't, if I'm going to Disney, I want to be able to walk, especially because I won't be able to drive if I'm drinking wine, you know? <laughs> I'll be running into people. So, I'm gonna, we're going to try and go in February. I mean, I know Food and Wine Festival won't be there, but that's my goal, February. Because I should be able to walk by then, and we'll be good. Good that's goal. Good to have a goal, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So fall is my favorite time of year and, you know, Disney's getting ready for it and everything. So the windows of Magic Kingdom on Main Street are starting to look like fall. They began decorating the window displays and the rest of Main Street and the park itself aren't completely adorned with the autumn decorations, but we obviously cannot wait until they are. Um, even though Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween has been canceled this year, the park has reported that the Magic Kingdom will be decked out for Halloween and fall. We'll have visits from the fall cavalcades from September 15th to October 31st, although the rumor is the decor will be out before September 15th. We're hoping that the rumors are true. Their fall decorations are amazing. I love their decorations. All of their decorations are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I want all those just... head pumpkins that they put on the light posts. Those are pretty. Yeah. The Mickey jack-o'-lantern, I guess it is. I mean, fall is here when Starbucks finally starts doing their pumpkin spice coffee, right, guys? Heck <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That came out this weekend. Well, I've already been drinking pumpkin spice, so, you know. Already in it. <laughs> yep. I had some leftover from last year. Well, Kaylee Ooh. is officially putting her Halloween up at school or her fall decorations at school because that's when they used to decorate at college was September 1st. And she said, I'm just going to let my students know that the fall begins September 1st, no matter what it's like outside. <laughs> so in harmony with that, Disney is now allowing people of any age to wear a costume in the Magic Kingdom during uh, September 15th through October 31st. Um, in the past, this was only allowed during M Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. But because it's been canceled, Disney is offering this as a consolation prize. So people under 14 can wear a mask, but anyone over 14 must adhere to the original rule about masks, which means no full face masks. And then, obviously, if you're over 14, you still have to wear that typical masks that they're allowing for COVID. This was interesting to me because I was wondering if even if you wear a face like a costume mask, are they going to make you put your mask mask under that? Is it I really was wondering. Hot? I would say probably. I don't know if they'll be able to tell though. That's a, I just don't think sure. they could could tell. What are they going to say? Can you please lift that mask and let me see what's under there? Like I mean, they could do that through security. Like when you hand everything over and they send everything through the bins and such. They well, might do that anyway. 
you don't even send the stuff through the bins anymore. You basically walk through this big like metal detector thing and it scans everything on you. You don't even have to stand in that line anymore. Well, I like the idea of them allowing costumes. That does make me happy because, I mean, it was kind of a big deal that the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party was canceled. So I'm glad that at least now they do get to have some costumes. Unless you're like my family and I'm the only one that dressed up for it. <laughs> I told everybody else to bring costumes and they just looked at me. And I'm like, okay. So then when I get mine out and have mine on, they're like, why don't we have costumes? I told you guys to get some together. Do I have to do everything? That's right. <laughs> Obviously. Right. So this was something that I don't ever think I heard about, actually. It's called Sip Savers and Stay Saturdays. Well, actually, that's the new name. It's an event at the Swan and Dolphin. It is a condensed version of the normal thing that they have this time of year called Food and Wine Classic. So that used to be over, I think, an entire weekend. And now it's just on Saturdays. It's going to be a food and drink tasting where they'll have different foods and different drinks every Saturday from September 19th to October 24th. Um, you need to book a limited event package and be over 21 to participate because obviously wine. Um, the package for that event is two tickets and a one night stay at the Swan or the Dolphin for $295. Honestly, I didn't think that was too bad. No, that's not a bad deal at all. Because you're tasting all these foods and tasting all these drinks and you have a night stay. And that's a yeah. nice hotel. And it has a nice pool, both of them. And then the Food and Wine Classic will also be scaled down to an intimate event. It's like a VIP that's going to be held on my birthday. I'm sure that's why they did it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> October 17th, they're having it. It is also something that people will have to book. It's a special package event and it's $395. It also is two tickets, two adult tickets for somebody to get in, and I believe it has to be 21, obviously, because it's drinking again, and then one night stay at one of those resorts. So I thought that would be kind of fun. You'd almost have to live close by, though, because... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to just go there for one day to Florida. Right. You mean you don't want to fly in for a one-night stay? Well, today was pretty good. So <laughs> if, if, if school stays this good, it won't, you know, I won't need a break, but... <laughs> I feel like you guys are close enough to pull that off. You think? Like, if this was in California, I would do it. I would just fly for a night. <laughs> it would be fun. I don't like, know. I just think, keep thinking the expense. I mean, I'm only a three-hour flight away, but it's like, I really want to spend all that money and come turn around and ride around and come back home. I'd rather spend at least a couple of days. Well, you That's were true. on here when we were doing it. I'm sure Joey cut it out. Um, my friend found tickets for $21 round trip from Run Frontier a couple weekends ago and she wanted Dang. to go and it was right but we had to come back on Monday but yeah I wanted to go but then she said we wouldn't come back to that Monday and we had to be at school and I'm like no but she was like $21 but then when they booked Brad and her booked the tickets with her she got four tickets for $189 round trip so all four wow. of them now, mm -hmm. when I come out there in July, I did get my my uh, tickets through Delta for a hundred bucks round trip. Oh, awesome! Wow, yeah, you can get some deals right now on airline. 
worth looking into. So for, I, I agree with you. I was kind of thinking, oh man, that's not worth the the money to fly out there because I'm just thinking typically a ticket to Florida to fly there is at least $300 for one. Right. But if you can get it for under $100, then okay. Things right. are looking a little different now. So anyways, I have some great news. This is an exciting one. So that um, we all know that Epcot has been kind of planning that new fireworks show and they have been moving forward with it. People have actually started to report that barges have been seen in action. The cast members are testing out these barges in the World Showcase Lagoon. Now there hasn't actually been an updated timeline as to when the show is going to debut, but it's just proof that the work is continuing on Epcot's new fireworks show, it's all progressing, and that sometime soon, hopefully, we are going to be able to see that new nighttime show at Epcot. I cannot wait. Fireworks are one of my favorite, favorite things um, about a Disney trip, so I can't wait to see the new fireworks show. Just the renderings look amazing. Yeah. They all really the new do. shows are in there. I, think I just can't were... wait until they all come back, period, you know? To, very true. And that just gave me hope. Like if they're they're preparing for it, maybe that means they're preparing to bring the fireworks back because why right. just do one? Why not all of them? Right. Okay, so uh, the Grand Floridian walkway has now received some signage, um, which actually makes it even more real. Um, even though we have seen construction underway of the walkway from Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom, the signs make it feel like it will actually be done soon. This would also allow you to walk to Polynesian and the Ticket and Transportation Center if that is something that you would like to do in the very near future. And every, um, you can cut this out, but every time I see Ticket and Transportation Center, I keep thinking TTC and what my husband and my son say it is. Oh. Have you guys ever heard it, what TTC stands for? No, I don't think Turn so. Turn Touching Cotton. <laughs> Every time I see it, I think that. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's hilarious. No, I've never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> on the show every time. That would, that would make me giggle as well. <laughs> every time I see it, I think that. I'm like, the first time I ever said the DTC to my family, they're like, what? Because <laughs> that's what they associate it with. <laughs> Oh. oh my word you gotta love men <laughs> they always have fun things to say the yacht club has reopened i'm actually really <laughs> excited about that um so alan compass and alan compass lounge have also reopened on august 24th um yachtsman steakhouse and the cruise cup have not reopened and they don't have a date as of yet um, Storm, Storm Along Bay and Hurricane Hannah's Pool Bar reopened this week. Um, and then the next resort scheduled to reopen is Disney's Grand Floridian on September 21st. You know, and I looked for reservations for Grand Floridian in February, and I guess because it's not open yet, they're not showing any. But they're showing some for Polynesian, and I don't understand that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Because this just came out after, you know, like prepping for the show. So the Polynesians now said that they're going to be closed until mid-March of 2021. And it may not be open till the summer of 2021. That was released today. Yeah. So 
they decided just to do refurbishments, which is again also surprising because they're in the hole, right? Right. So I'm confused. <laughs> I know. I, I don't understand why they extended it even more. And and that's the one that I'm waiting on to book for the girls trip. Oh right. So I feel like Disney has some plan. It's just we have no idea what it is. Like they they're very smart. They do things in a way that that they only they know and understand. And sometimes they leave us wondering. So I'm just curious as to why they're doing some of making some of these choices. But can't tell well, you. They're gonna theme the rooms in a Moana in a Moana fashion. Excuse me. Ooh. So I'm assuming that those are gonna be like like um, the ones at. Um, Riverside and at the Caribbean Beach, like it's only going to be a section of okay. those that are going to be the Moana, and then the rest of the resort is going to be the same. Oh, okay. That's what I'm assuming because that's what they've done in the past with with those types of things. I just was confused, and I knew that the Grand Floridian was open for a small time, and then I guess that was just for the NBA. Because the restaurants are open because I know one of my clients went there for the Grand Floridian Co Cafe. So I feel like I'm on a roller coaster side or something. This is open. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> so Disneyland Paris will be reducing their hours in mid-September, much like we've seen Disney World doing. Um, so starting on September 14th, Walt Disney Studios will only be open from 10 to 6 p.m. And then Disney Park will be open 10 to 6 p.m. on Wednesdays. I mean, excuse me, weekdays, and then why would they pick Wednesdays? Let's take that out. <laughs> uh, Walt Disney Studios will be open 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Disneyland Park will be open 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. on weekdays, but then on the weekends, they'll be open 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. So, good deal for Disneyland Paris. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out why we keep cutting hours and not reducing prices. And I'm assuming because of, I mean, I know why they're not I don't know why they're not cutting prices but I'm assuming they're trying to make up some of that money they've lost but I know that the reason why they're closing early is because of all the deep cleaning and stuff they have to go through each night I figured they were cutting hours because they don't want to pay their hourly staff members well that aren't some of their employees still furloughed oh I think so I think every, that's I mean, probably part of it too they don't want to overextend their employees that they do have that are working now yeah, it's just sad. So Splash Mountain, we all know that it's will eventually be leaving, um, but it has now been noticed that the music was removed from Disneyland earlier this year. They did announce that they would be retheming Splash Mountain to Princess and the Frog, but now people have noticed that the songs from the ride have been quietly removed from the music at Downtown Disney in Anaheim, California. So they are no longer playing um, playing those songs. If you listen to their loop, the Zippity Doodah is gone. Um, that is according to the Orlando Cent uh, Centennial. Centennial. And, oh, Sentinel. Yeah, sorry. Right the first time. Okay, I'll say that again. According to the Orlando Sentinel, Disney did remove that zippity doodah from the loop, and they now have some music that's a little bit more relevant and all inclusive. There's still not a timeline on when the actual ride is going to close, or and the overall overhaul will be taking place. But right now, we do know that the music has it, it's gone. 
No longer can you hear it. <laughs> All right, let's talk food, okay? <laughs> Specifically Halloween food. food, my favorite topic. <laughs> so the Magic Kingdom is getting the Halloween cinnamon roll, which is one of my favorite snacks. It is like the regular cinnamon roll, but it has orange icing and a spider web on it. Constance Wedding Cake is returning for the fall, which is a wedding cake with a tiny axe on top, pumpkin spice soft serve, and the not-so-poison apple cupcake. Fun Halloween sippers and popcorn buckets will be at the parks. The new Madame Leota, how do you say her name? Leota. Leota. I know I had it earlier, but I don't know why I can pronounce it today. The new Madame Leota Sipper can be found at the parks here. Liquid Nitro Cake Pops can be found only at Halloween at Epcot. Actually, on Halloween. The Animal Kingdom is getting a Scar Cupcake along with few specialty non-alcoholic drinks. Hollywood Studios is getting an adorable Poison Candy Apple a Halloween pumpkin cheesecake cannoli, and pumpkin tiramisu. Most of all of these will be starting available on September 8th. I love that stuff. I mean, the, the pumpkin cheesecake cannoli and the pumpkin tiramisu, oh my gosh, those are my favorite pumpkin things. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of good pumpkin food out right now. Fall is in full swings. What all of this episode is sounding like to me. September <laughs> is the changeover and welcome fall, even though it's hot up. So ready, and that means we're getting closer to the end of the year and getting 2020 over with. Okay, that I'm ready for. <laughs> I can celebrate that for sure. Continuing on this topic, the Cheshire Cattail is back in Magic Kingdom. Um, the Cheshire Snack Hut is still closed, but you can find this now on, um, on mobile ordering for at Cosmic Race. Um, the I Love You, the I Love You, excuse me, <laughs> will return to Sunshine Tree Terrace. It's orange Dole Whip, strawberry Fanta, and passion fruit syrup topped with Pop Rocks. That looks and sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for I that. Know. I know, I want to too. <laughs> um, the way that you jump on a plane, sorry. Yeah, no, this is just reason to go. Right. <laughs> right. We just have to test the food out to tell our client. Right. <laughs> the way that the Contemporary Resort is serving up a secret dessert on their menu. Um, typically, this is only served for World Lounge for DVC members. Since, this re since those restaurants are still closed, the way is secretly serving it to their guests. So it's a seven layer cake made with chocolate cake, yellow cake, chocolate mousse, ganache, and a ganache with melted caramel sauce. Holy cow, I don't think like it would hurt me. Oh no, like that would not hurt me at all. That's <laughs> gonna hurt my heart if I don't eat it. <laughs> it sounds amazing. Makes you wanna go make one, right? Right. And how do you do that anyway? It's a lot of time. As many of that layers with different cakes. That's why they work at Disney. <laughs> so that's why it's top secret. <laughs> True. So mobile ordering has become a must during the crazy time that we have right now at Disney. And if you don't know how to use it, they are suggesting that we start practicing it because it appears it is here to stay. And I know those of you that have used it 
have found it wonderful. Um, we are going to use it on our next trip, but have not so far. Uh, it allows you to order your food ahead and let the restaurant know when the food is ready. And then you are allowed to go in the restaurant to pick it up. They're doing that just to keep the safety and the distancing for the people as they come. The Yacht Club room service also returned this week. So big cheers for them, which I found very interesting that they're doing. Disney hasn't publicly announced it, but a cast member confirmed to a visitor that was there and let them know that they could order room service to their room. As far as we know, no other uh, resorts have started doing this again yet. But I mean, the Yacht Club, what do you expect? I mean, right. Don't you think that should be the first place they start? But when we hear differently, we will let you know for sure. All right. So last week we reported about that now button that had been added to the table service choices, along with breakfast, lunch, and dinner that lets you order right then. Um, that button appears to be working for the Grand Floridian Cafe, Kona Cafe, Olivia's Cafe. Trattoria Al Forno. <laughs> I would have butchered that. Okay. Trattoria Al Forno, Al and Compass, Beaches and Cream, um, Sanaa and the Whispering Canyon Cafe. So lots of new options with that now button are available. And this one is just an extra little bit of food information that Nick would love. He's obsessed with popcorn buckets and we all know that that is like his thing. Well, there hasn't been a new popcorn bucket released for a while because of you know, COVID kind of taking its toll on everything. Um, so it's been since January and we finally have a new popcorn bucket. It is the van from the movie Onward. And the cool thing about it is the headlights actually light up. You can open the roof of the van and that's where the popcorn is going to sit inside. And you can get it um, at Hollywood Studios for $18. And then the refills are just $2. Okay, I'm getting one in February because it sounds totally cool. It's so <laughs> cute, and I'm not like he has them in his room, like he has them on shelves and stuff. But um, I would, I don't know. My kids already yeah. think I'm crazy. We have that. What is that thing from um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? The Green Guy. What oh, is the he? Boogie Boogie? Or is yeah, we got him on the. Um, Disney Dream. We went and saw a movie there. We bought that one. Very cool. And then we actually took it to the parks and we were able to get the $2 refill. That's awesome. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Yeah. Good so if you it. ever do a cruise and then you're going to Disney and you get the popcorn bucket on the Disney cruise, yes, you can still get your refill at Disney. Good. Good little tip there. So Disney Plus is developing a watch party function. This will allow groups of people in different locations to be able to watch a movie in sync with other viewers. The first user will invite the second user and more if they want. All users must have a Disney Plus account and uh, there will also be a running chat stream for the viewers and we'll have a running commentary during the movie. Um, a child's account cannot host a watch party without a parent's consent. There's no word at this time if this will work on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, or other streaming devices. Um, there's no word when this will actually become available. This would be pretty cool. Like well, for like some of the new movies that are coming out, you know, like to get all of us together and just have a giant watch party. 
So yeah, it's a great idea. Have you guys used that with Netflix? Mm -mm. That's what no. Kaylee and her friends have done a lot. I didn't even know Netflix did it. Yeah, they do Netflix watch Jeez, parties. Where am I <laughs> under a rock? I don't know how to do it, but I, I thought it was brand new. But anyways, they um, during the pandemic they missed each other a lot, and they wanted to see each other, so they would just pick a movie. Each one of them took a turn picking a movie, and one of them apparently was a really bad movie because they won't let that poor girl live it down. But anyways, uh, yeah, and it's it's really cool. So Kaylee was pretty excited that Disney Plus was coming out with it, also. I think it's a great idea. I don't know if it's something that I would really utilize. I mean, I don't. I also don't know when I just sit down and watch a movie ever. Um, life is a little too hectic for that right now. But if I had the time to sit and watch a movie, it would be neat to kind of coordinate with friends. Absolutely. Girl, that's all I do is watch TV because I can't <laughs> do anything. <laughs> oh. Not, all I can do is watch TV and work. Oh, one of those sound, things sounds better than the other. Yeah. I'll just say or that. <laughs> this. I don't know if I'm, I'm going to go star crazy. I swear. You are. So it's Pluto's 90th birthday and Disney is all about celebrating it in the way that Disney does. So they've rolled out some new merchandise, including spirit jerseys, plush pins, and ornaments that are all now available on Shop Disney. I am definitely going to be pursuing those pins because we are avid pin collectors. Some of their stuff is really cute on there that they've been releasing. Yes. Yeah, they do have some cute stuff. So new Magic Bands have been released. Um, there's a limited release on Adventureland, on an Adventureland band featuring Orange Bird and then some other items from Adventureland with a green background. And then there's also an Epcot Park Life Band with Mickey's photo on it. And then on the other side, there are things like Spaceship Earth and Figment. You guys see the one that has Baby Yoda on it? No. Oh my gosh, it's so stinking cute. Ashley and I both said that we're getting it. I did not see that one. Yeah, it is adorable. It sounds like Miranda needs it as well. I do, yes. <laughs> Anything Baby Yoda. That's right. Bring on the Baby Absolutely. Yoda. Absolutely. Vicky, did you have something? You've no, got a blink. I forgot to put something, so it's totally fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got sidetracked yesterday. <laughs> All right, so this is an interesting and sad story. Um, it happened last week at Epcot. We had Enrico Toro, he was 35. Him and his family were wearing improper masks according to Disney's um, detailed know before you go plan. And an employee at Epcot told them that they needed to leave uh, because their, their masks were not compliant. So they went back to their cars and they traded their masks out for something that would work except for one of their children i'm assuming that they just had one child that had no other mask that would work so they thought well we'll give us another try and they went back into the park well another security guard approached them about that non-compliant mask and enrico became enraged and he ended up um punching the security guard he threatened to kill the security guard in front of his children, all because of this mask policy that was set by Disney. Um, luckily, the security guard wasn't injured, um, or at least he wasn't seriously injured, but he did agree that he's going to press charges and Enrico was arrested. Um, I, I mean, at first I was feeling bad for the family. They did go out, they tried to, to change out their masks, 
and be compliant. You know, some people don't have an agent to tell them all of those know before you go things. And there's a lot of, of fine print reading that you need to do in order to prepare for a Disney trip. But when you sneak back in and get told again, the answer should be, where can I buy one? Right. Or, That's what I was thinking. How can I go about getting this so we can continue our trip? Not, I'm going to kill you. That is extreme and I immediately lost the sense of feeling bad for this family because that's just that's too much you've I'm you've like you if, if the only one kid didn't have a mask that was appropriate why didn't they just go back into the parks get immediately to one of the stores and buy a mask right instead of trying to just go about it and still get in trouble for it it would have been an easy fix it would have been. They have them for sale all over the park. It just makes me sad that he did it in front of his kids. I yeah. know. I mean, it was and enough probably that he other did it. kids too that were mm -hmm. like walking by or whatever, you know? Yeah. All right. So this week, the food and wine merch has started coming out. The merchandise has four Disney chefs Minnie, Mickey, Remy, and Figment. Minnie Mouse is being named the Queen of Cuisine on items such as aprons, chef hat, mug, mixing mixing bowls, water bottles, spatulas, oven mitts, kitchen towels, and keychains. Chef Mickey and Minnie can also be found on a tank top and a tumbler. There are also exclusive Dooney and Burt handbags as well. You can check them out on Shop Disney. Chrissy would be all over that. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I think she'll also, be all Vera over the next Bra one. Yeah. <laughs> also, Vera Bradley came out with two new Disney Park patterns, Mickey's Sweet Treat and Sweet Treat Ditsy. In they include the ice cream bars, cupcakes, donuts, and cotton candy, along with Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Pluto, and Donald, featured along with the Disney snacks. These patterns can be found on 18 items, including backpacks, crossbody bags, blankets, totes, travel bags, and several coordinating accessories. I actually saw these online and they look They're really cute. cute. I do not need them. Keep telling me that. I do not I, need I don't them. me either. <laughs> and uh, Disney, Shop Disney, I did see I was having a big 50% off sale on oh, some of this stuff. And I was like, like those cute little la, Mickey la, la. backpacks that are like six <laughs> bucks, they're half off. I'm like, oh, no, I can't. <laughs> Save it for Christmas. So, new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge talking plushes have arrived at Target. Um, these are the same ones that they sell at the Tordarian Toymaker in both Disneyland and Hollywood Studios. Um, they have the Wampa, the Ewok, the Tauntaun, the Porg, Lothcat, and the Bantha. They're rendered into plushes of Star Wars characters. Now, for those of you who haven't been to Galaxy's Edge, these are not your typical plushie. They're designed to fit in the universe. So they look a little funky. They got like big smiles. You can see the stitches on purpose. Um, they're supposed to look like if you were in the Star Wars universe and you had a pet loath cat, you can get a plush loath cat. So they're very authentic. Um, and these are sold at Target for $13.99. Um, they all make a little sound when you press their belly that correlates with the animal that they are. So if they're an Ewok, they make an Ewok sound. If they're a Tauntaun, they make a Tauntaun sound. And those are starting to arrive at Target uh, this Monday, right? August 31st. 
So. I'm like I looking that up right one. now. I want one of those Ewoks. They're I know, that's what, I, that's what I'm Googling. <laughs> and I'm impressed because this is why I wanted Miranda to talk about this. Because <laughs> she knew about it. Star Wars and I am not. And she just said those names. Like, I know Ewok, obviously. But the other ones, I was like, mm, not so sure. <laughs> yep. I wouldn't have been able to do it either. Did you look them up, Steph? Yeah, well, they don't have it yet. I guess since they're not available quite yet. I don't know. Watch, it's probably like at 11.59 tonight or something. Well, I put Monday, August 30th. But it's Monday, the day's the 31st. See, I was... She fixed it. She was right. <laughs> I was really, really tired. Oh, wait. I think I might have found it. It's okay. sold out. What? Of course. Yeah. I mean, and it's... what? How much did you say it was? I thought you said thirteen ninety nine. It was, yeah, it was $12.99. Oh, super. Yeah. Article was... But amazing. yeah, it's sold out. They'll get more, though, right? Eventually. Probably not for a while. They'll probably just keep getting them in, keep selling out. Keep getting them in, keep, yeah. keep selling out. Or they'll wait until Christmas time, and then they'll get sold out again. And then they'll raise the price. <laughs> right. Yep, you're right. Well, once again, we have had tons of rumors and news. Um, thank you, Gina and Miranda, for joining Stephanie and I, because um, I don't think we could do this all on our own for sure. <laughs> There's been so much lately. It's been crazy. I'm just glad that it wasn't a lot of bad news. We've had a, a few weeks that I feel like it's like, wah, wah, wah. Let's, let's tell you some more sad stuff. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can also check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Twitter page, Mousecapades Pod. Be sure to listen to Friday's show as Brad and Vicki interview Kirsten and Devin on their recent trip to Disney World. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Well, bye. Have a magical day, my friends. <laughs> <laughs>